0: Welcome into the Dynasty Big Board, part of the Rookie Big Board Podcast Network. I'm your host, Anthony Correnti, joined by my co-hosts, Ryan Searfoss and Eric Adams. Gentlemen, how are we feeling today? We've been gone for a couple weeks, but we're back. We're back at it. Uh, happy to be back. Happy to be back.
1: It took us a real long time to get started tonight because still a little catching up, but happy to be back.
2: Yes, yes. And uh, we're about a month out right now from training camp, month away. <gasps>
0: Southland. Yeah, we got, only a month. Well, we're we're in like that weird kind of dead zone in June where we're all rehashing yeah. the same kind of stuff. But we're gonna get some real news soon. We're gonna get some real news soon.
2: Yes, we're in vacation time where guys go to the airport and they bring things that they shouldn't bring to the airport. I'm not gonna let that affect me. Let's get into uh, the show. Somebody,
0: somebody tried to bring a water bottle through.
2: And yep, there. yep. That's what it. That's what it was. <laughs> that's
0: a true weapon right there. Ah, uh, they're. It was like a gel deodorant that was too big. He didn't bring the travel size one. Yeah. Yeah. TSA, man. Forgot his lube. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, on today's show, we're going to be discussing the players that we think uh, could see a a jump in their ADP after training camp does get started uh, and some good news hopefully starts flowing for them. So probably a value right now, but players that we expect to kind of creep up draft boards as the summer rolls on here. But before we get into that, Got to remind you about the ridiculous value of being a Rookie Big Board patron. Patrons have access to the Dynasty and Debbie Big Board and consensus crew rankings, the 2024 Rookie Big Board, 2023 seasonal projections, and of course, the Rookie Big Board Discord server. You can join our growing community at patreon.com slash Rookie Big Board for just three bucks a month or save 15% with an annual subscription. That's just $30. Cheaper than, we spent a lot of time before the show started today talking about a million different video games uh, coming out over the next couple months here. But cheaper than any video game you could buy these days, uh, any any yes. real hyped video game. So, 30 bucks for the oh. year. It's a no-brainer. Patreon.com slash board, Make it happen, folks. You, you're missing out if you don't. You're still <laughs> All right. Eric, I got to hear the guy that Ryan's going to hate. You said Ryan's going to hate prob- him. <laughs> Am I <laughs> going to hate him, too? Yes. yeah you might hate him too dude all right. like hate boring, like, yeah all right let us know because uh yeah maybe we'll both hate it I don't know if I should start the show off like this people <laughs> might turn off the show right as that, I say <laughs> his name that's that's no, not no. we've got a cool that's that is, is, that cool is. Stuff. we got him hooked we got him <laughs> I'm gonna, right. I'm gonna bring, I'm gonna right bring them
1: I'm gonna bring them back with just a bomb so it's okay all right yeah okay
2: all right so I'll start them off very bland and boring and I'll put them to sleep Mike Gasicki.
0: <laughs> oh, I actually like this right one. Now. I like it.
2: Fair no, enough. I'm Good. Fair okay. Okay. I'm very pleased. I, Ryan, I know you didn't like him before, but now with the change of scenery to New England, I feel like this is this is going a little unnoticed. He was very involved, very involved in the offseason. Many camp OTAs. Like they're running, they're the full two tight end set is back in New England. Like him and Henry have been working, and honestly, he uh, probably is a little more, I don't even know, this isn't even, I don't even think this is outlandish. He's more athletic than Hunter Henry. Uh, he's going as tight end 29 right now. He's still, I know he's, I know being 27, everyone's going to poo-poo that, but like tight end 29, he's going to finish higher than tight end 29. And he'll be, I like, if you told me at the end of the year, he's a tight end top Ten to eight tight end. I would not be shocked. I really would not be shocked.
1: No, I'm. I could see that. One's not hard to get there. Do you think he's going to be used in the old school Aaron Hernandez role? They like. I've seen some people. it's yeah. been thrown, that's thrown around a lot, but it's it's
2: not a perfect comparison. But he's more that style. He's going to be actually used as a wide receiver. Like on, he'll be out wide. He'll, they'll get creative with him. Big slot. Like he'll, he'll be moved around versatility
0: wise. If he's healthy, he's on the field. He'll be on the field for them. Did I see the uh, other like day said, that he's like been practicing with wide receivers at OTAs? Yeah. 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 He's, I like that.
2: He's, they're, they're going to use him everywhere when it comes to being an actual receiving threat. I don't think he'll ever reach 112 targets again. I think that's a little outlandish, but 80. I think that's in the realm of possibilities, 100%. I think, not, yeah, I think he could even push for 90. If they don't get D-Hop, I think he could push for 90. I would not be shocked. If I'd they get honest. D-Hop, then derail everything that I just said. This is a moot point, but still.
0: Well, if if they get D-Hop in the next, like, two hours, I'll clip it from the pod, and I'll just, like, fill this with, like, I don't know, something. We'll, we'll cut it, and we'll fill it with something uh, funny. I'll make noises probably for 50 now. cents. That's why Matt pays yeah. you the big bucks. <laughs> There's this weird thing with the Pats, and I, like, obviously I'm a Jets fan, so I don't say this from a place of, like, I'm a Pats fan or anything like this. It, it Things have swung entirely too far in the direction of nobody wants anything to do with any player on the New England Patriots, and it's absolutely crazy, including Ramondre yep. Stevenson. People are talking themselves yep. out of Ramondre Stevenson now, and I don't I understand saw the any tweet of it. From, I saw the tweet from Field Yates, and everyone was shitting on him in the comments, and I'm
2: like, you guys are going to lose to fantasy teams with Ramondre Stevenson on them. Yeah. Because this this doesn't
1: doesn't make sense. Every other running back in this offseason, their situation got worse, and his didn't.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And, like, even, like, all the pass catchers, like, Kosicki, Hunter Henry, Juju, like, I feel like we've somehow arrived at a point where it's like, well, Mac's bad, and, you know, they're not going to be good. But, I don't know. I can't shake that Mac Jones, as a rookie, threw for almost 4,000 yards, and more than twenty touchdowns and, and got a massive touch- offensive and, and coordinator barely, upgrade. <laughs> barely any yeah. interceptions. Like the hatred for him's gone too far. Yeah, Bill O'Brien's gonna get Mac going the right direction again. And yes, um, he will. Yeah, I don't know. I really feel I, like the whole Pat's offense is a value right now.
2: Like I said, I I I know if D Hop signs, it kind of throws out what I said about Kosicki. He'll still be a good player for them, but like. If D Hop does sign in New England, then we'll see Mac take off. Then it's then Mac will push for being a QB one. Mm-hmm. I think, but you know, we'll see about that. I do. Th- I do agree, though. Yeah, everyone. It's funny because every everyone last year would say, "Oh yeah, no, the coordinator stinks," and then now that we're in the offseason, it's back to, oh, no, it's just the Patriots. The Patriots stink." It's like yeah. that's you're going to be surprised. <laughs> Yeah, You're I, gonna I, see I really but,
0: think people are sleeping on like just how much. I feel like people remember Bill O'Brien, the GM, Bill O'Brien, the decision maker in yeah, Houston. They remember the last two years, and not Bill O'Brien, yeah. the offensive coach. Like Bill the O'Brien's a good football coach. Like, <laughs> yeah, this is a man that got knows how to coach to the playoffs. An like five years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got him in five years in a row or something like some absurd with like
2: Matt Schaub as
0: quarterback. Yeah. <laughs> No, I like the Kaziki call. Ryan, who's your first guy that uh, you think could go up in value from here?
1: We are talking about 199 overall in ADP, RB 63.
0: Oh, we're digging in. And that's,
1: and that's Dwayne McBride.
0: Oh, that's for the, a good. Rookie call. running back for the Vikings. So
1: Apropos. let's look at this Vikings depth chart. I know everybody's super excited about Alexander Madison. You know, in Alexander Madison's a four year career, he only has 10 runs of over. 20 yards. Only 10. Ooh, get Whole career. That's actually
2: pretty surprising.
1: Um, he has one over 40. So he lacks big play potential. Um, he was 57th in yards created per game last year. He was 43rd in stuff runs. He was stuck behind the line of scrimmage on 24% of his rush attempts. There's a lot of issues with him that we don't talk about. He averaged 3.8 a carry when he was seeing less than seven defenders in the box on, on average. Like, he, there's a lot to dislike there and a lot of question marks. And Dwayne, McBride, and Dwayne uh, McBride's coming in off of 1,700 yards and 19 touchdowns. I know it was UAB, but you know what? He broke big plays. He was explosive. He runs hard. And that depth chart's wide open. Like, passing up Ty Chandler in, in Guanu is not a big deal. And if he's there and without abil- that electric ability compared to Madison's plotting, that job would be his. And Madison hasn't been the healthiest dude year in, year out as well. Like, th- this is free right now. And he sh- you should get him everywhere because he's going to skyrocket. And by the time he does, it's gonna be way too late.
2: I consider myself a Madison guy, and I don't think he should be a shoe-in for that RB1 spot there. I definitely think it should be an open competition.
1: It's definitely like I didn't realize how bad like his efficiency was as a runner. And the actual drop off is was for Dalvin Cook. He just had volume in the games at down the mist, and that's it.
0: Yeah, I think that gap will definitely close between McBride and Madison. The Madison, like, I don't, I guess hype, like, really picked up, obviously, after the Dalvin release. But I agree. Like, I don't think he's just getting handed everything. And McBride profiles as the kind of guy that could take some of it. Cause I think it's like if Madison loses workload, I don't think he's losing it to Ty Chandler who I don't think is a bad player, but like but I think Ty Chandler is a complimentary player. Right, exactly. If Alexander Madison is losing work or gets hurt, Dwayne McBride, I think, is the guy that comes in and, and takes that work from him. So uh I like that one. I think that's a good call. I didn't realize he was going that, that late. I'm, I'm, I'm just going to straight deep tonight. I feel
1: it.
2: I, you know, since it's June, I'm interested to see what McBride goes
0: in July. I yeah, want to see too. how, because he's definitely going to get a bomb. So I wonder like, In July, does he creep over or under? He could creep into the forties. Yeah, yeah. I think he could creep into the forties. I think yeah, in the forties is right. I
1: would, I would take him over a lot of the running backs in the forties
0: right now. Would you take him over Elijah Mitchell? Yes. Yes. Would you take him over Tyler Algier? Yes. Yes. Would you take him over Damian Harris?
2: I feel bad. I don't know if I'm going to take him over Algier. I'll probably, I'll take him over Harris. Yes.
0: Yeah. So uh, I don't yeah, know why pro- Damien Harris is
2: going 42. Hmm.
0: He probably creeps, uh creeps into the forties. That feels about right.
2: Yeah.
1: He should be going ahead of Zeke. That's for sure. Um, I was debating talking about Damien Harris, by the way, as somebody who to value. That
2: feels- Here's my problem. Cause I was about to say the cook. I was about to say James cook. That's funny.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Here's my problem, Ryan it's never going to happen <laughs> in Buffalo. It's never going to happen. I've given up, dude. This is the year, dude. Like if cook or Harris doesn't take a deep chunk and actually puts up a solid season, like it's Buffalo just is what it is at this point. Then we get, we, we just have to move on. I don't, I don't know. But I don't know. If they, they should. Don't.
1: But... Harris is been, Harris was good. In New England, man.
2: He was he like was. he was
1: very good, I and mean, just Ramondre Stevenson's animal. So he was expendable. But he was like, hurt he, last
2: year. That's the problem. Yeah, but he's still young. He I mean, he playing. was
1: a, he had 15 touchdowns two years ago. What if he gets those Buffalo red zone carries? Because you know, never. James Cook isn't built for that. <laughs> never. <laughs> not they, if they claim they want to protect Josh Allen, which they should do.
2: The chances of him getting 15 touchdowns on the ground in
1: Buffalo? No, is I never said that many, zero. but. Double-digit touchdowns is realistic if they I still smart up and quit beating up their quarterback. Zero.
2: Ryan, <laughs> the quarterback's the one that won't let them stop beating up the quarterback. I mean, It's that's got to be awesome. a change in him.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that might be valid. That is the point.
2: But I, I love Harris and I love Cook, dude. I think they're good. I thought Devin Singletary was
0: good too, and y'all poo pooed that too. I just they Ryan hates it Devin, just Devin Singletary. Happen. I don't. Like it Devin hate. Devin he hates Devin Singletary. Singletary. Does hate? Him. I don't hate Devin Singletary, but Ryan, he's besmirched that man's name. He hates him more than Ayuk. <laughs> is that true, Ryan? Who Who would you rather have, Brandon oh, I I definitely, Ayuk? Or? Definitely would. I would
1: definitely rather have Ayuk. Singletary is garbage.
0: Devin Singletary or Tevin Coleman?
1: Devin Singletary. <laughs> Coleman's garbage. That yeah, was awful. You uh, had to put
0: him there. Yeah, I had, to, <laughs> I had to do it. I had to do it. All right, my guy is a running back also. And he's not even going that late. But I think the... When I say he's not even going that late, he's not going late at all. He's getting drafted as an RB2. But I think the value could really could really spike here. It's Rashad White. It is Rashad White. It's his time. It's his time. And I think by the end of the summer, he's going to be flirting with going as like a very high-end RB2 Maybe the occasional back-end RB1. And it's almost entirely due to the fact that I don't care about a single other player on the Buccaneers depth chart at running back. I don't care about Chase Edmonds. I don't care about Keyshawn Vaughn. I don't really... should you? I don't... uh, I don't know. I don't think there's a... Look, I'd love to be wrong. I liked Sean Tucker, the player, but I don't think Sean Tucker is going to come in and, uh, you know, steal everything for the Buccaneers. And that's
2: the depth chart for the bucks at running back. Yeah. That's all of them. That's the players. And they signed Sean or Dalvin cook. Somebody's going to sign in Tampa
0: Bay. There's no way they're going with that. If they don't, it's gotta be Zeke. If they don't in. Okay. So Rashad white was a top 36 running back last year. That was with, to be fair, top 36. He was 36 on the dot. So it wasn't like he was much higher than that. Um, But that was with Leonard Fournette being there. Leonard Fournette having 189 attempts to Rashad White's 129. And with Leonard Fournette catching 73 passes. Rashad White caught 51 passes last year. It's obviously not Brady back there. But I think even though it's not Brady back there, they're going to have to rely on the run game and probably a lot of dump-off passes at some point. I, I think that whether it's Baker, Kyle Trask, whoever, I don't think you're getting a lot of push-it-down-the-field super aggressiveness. like. Um, and I don't know, I think The receiving upside, I think there's a path to Rashad White catching like 85 passes this year. I really do. And if that happens, whew, man, we know how valuable it's going to be. And I think once he starts to show some of that off in training camp and we realize that nobody else is there, if they don't sign like a real, like you said, a Zeke, a Kareem Hunt, if Leonard Fournette doesn't Mm -hmm. come back, Dalvin Cook, whoever, I think it's wheels up for Rashad White.
1: And Baker's known for those checkdowns, too. Like, look, look how many balls Kareem Hunt used to catch when he had Baker Mayfield.
0: Yeah.
2: I, uh... See, I have both arguments in my head right now. One that'll be bad because the Bucks are gonna stink. That's obvious. They're yeah, a bad football team. They're a bad fo- They're gonna be a very bad football team. But the thing... I don't care how bad the team is when you can catch. That's the, mm-hmm. that's the point, like you said. That's that's what I keep coming back to. So I do like the call and like you said, Ant, if they don't they don't sign anyone, dude, he could get that. Could he get 300 touches? I mean, maybe. That's a terrible depth chart, dude. It's like, what the hell? That is that's like 80 catches. He's probably going to get 200 carries. Like I don't,
0: I don't mind Sean Tucker, but Jesus Christ. Yeah, he's uh, going to get he's going to get work. He's going to get work. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like no chance that he doesn't way exceed the totals from last year, in my opinion. Yep, and I'd I agree with that. I think even with a modest bump, you get the RB two value where he's getting drafted now. I think with like the full bump, where he gets you know over two hundred attempts and the passing work, like yeah, it's it could be really uh really attractive because if, if he gets two hundred rushing attempts, right? He had. I just closed the tab. What I say, he caught 50 some passes last year. I want to say it was like 70 some targets that he had. 58, Uh, 58 targets. 58 targets. Okay. 58 targets. And I think he had in the low hundreds in attempts. It's pretty realistic. I think that he gets 200 carries with who else is there. If they don't sign anybody else. And I mean, geez, if, if we just bump the targets to what Fournette got like into the seventies, yeah, you're almost at 300 touches.
2: I can see it. I could see it. Hmm. I, I look, man. All three of us are big Rashad White guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To be fair, we, we like, all liked them White.
0: from from the start.
2: yeah It's just that that team is going to be god awful. <laughs> <But laughs> yeah, it's not going to be pretty. I, like you said, the receptions are there. Yeah, the, the path is there.
0: Eric, who's uh, your next doing guy?
2: An, we're doing another run around. Okay. Yeah. Um, I've been like going back and forth in my head. I don't want to do two Patriots, so I'm not going to do two Patriots. Uh. Kenneth Gainwell, running back 59. This is a stab in the dark. I get it. I understand the usage the past two years has really not warranted being higher than running back 59 in uh, startup ADP right now. But I've really always loved Kenneth Gainwell. And his last college season, he did have 231 carries, 51 receptions. So he's done it before. Look, all I'm saying is I don't think it's out of the realm of possibilities that he's the one to come out of that backfield and be like, oh, well, you know, Penny got hurt like he always does. DeAndre Swift missed time, you know, and then well, then, then is Boston Scott still there?
0: Yeah, I believe yeah. so. Yeah. Boston Scott God, will never, will Boston never disappear. Boston Scott
2: will never die,
1: man. Oh, never.
0: Sorry. Pencil him in for like a America multi-touchdown match. game against the Giants, right?
2: Yes, yes, he is 100. Um, I still really like Kenneth Gainwell, though. I like I said, he does he does everything really well, and like I said, he he's a good receiving back. So I think the path could be there. Like I said, it's a stab in the dark. I'm not saying like I'm not going out there and guaranteeing he's going to be RB two or even an RB three. But I think I think there is a path for Kenneth Gainwell to do more in the NFL. Uh, I just want I wanted to give him some shine here. Because I, like, I don't like seeing RB59. I, like, I would like for him to be bumped up to at least the 40s. If he does well enough this season to be bumped in the 40s, I'll be happy.
0: Yeah, uh, we definitely all like him more than where he's getting drafted, I would say.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And it's tough. It's a tough uphill climb because I know, I know we all
2: love Swift as well. We don't love Rashad Penny. Rashad Penny, you're not loved. But I but, feel like, uh, to your point, Swift,
0: we all feel pretty confident that Penny's getting hurt at some point.
2: I, Penny I'm not, is not even a thought to me. And if like, Penny gets hurt, he's an
0: afterthought. I'm still in on Gainwell.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The sad truth is Philly is the old New England now. Mm-hmm. They are that team that cycles a running back every single week. They're that team that everyone talks about how they talk about New England. They're a team that will just throw out the most... One week it'll be Boston Scott, the next week it's Swift then it's penny then it's gainwell and it just goes back and forth and it makes you want to you know blow your head off that's basically how it goes
0: so yeah they will definitely ride the hot hand plus whatever you know 100%. hurts gets <laughs> what plus plus on top of that hurts yes
2: but i do want to i wanted to throw some shine to my guy gainwell
0: i like it we have a couple more guys that we're going to finish up with before we get to those last couple guys in a minute We have to let you know, in case you don't know already, that the Rookie Big Board is now partnered with Underdog Fantasy Football. Underdog is the best app out there for fantasy contests. You can join drafts for just 3 bucks and gain a real understanding of seasonal ADP trends like we're discussing right now. Uh, It's like mock drafting but with something on the line. We're all in there a whole lot drafting on Underdog almost daily. You can join us by using the promo code RBB. It will get you a 100% deposit match on your first deposit and help us and Underdog both grow. Uh, it's, a, it's a great little app
1: if you come in you join you win you can afford your next 10 years in discord boom Damn. boom i'm not my I'm not even be off I'm I'm my, even, math might be off but you know what we're not scientists
0: i'm not <laughs> i'm not fact checking the math at all it was beautiful it spoke to me and we're just rolling with it we're not math guys it's not what we are it's not what we do on this pod this is a tight end pod that's not a math pod Oh, spe- speaking of tight ends. You got a tight end? I'm going with tight end. Yes. All right. Good, good,
1: good. I, I was going to go old-ass some Ari Cooper at age 29 because him <laughs> at wide receiver 35. Just a freaking value. Crazy value. Out there. Crazy value. But draft value. him. Yeah, on. he, he, he only had 1,100 yards with the first, uh, first year of his quarterback last year. He has played two years. But besides that, I want to have a tight end because we are so quick to forget about second-year players. Oh, man. When we have this shiny new draft class in. And this tight end is right now tight end twenty one, and that's Trey McBride., ah, yes. he's coming into an Arizona team where the average wide receiver height is five foot nine. They have no legit red zone threats. No matter who the quarterback is, they need somebody to throw to in the red zone. And once Trey McBride got going last year and which wasn't until really week eleven. Those targets started going up, including a week 17 where he had 10 targets, which ended up being 78 yards and a touchdown. He was getting high air yards. He was getting thrown too deep. He's going to be their guy this year. They lost DeHaan, man. That was the red zone threat. They need somebody in in that area. And if Kyler does come back and they're playing from behind because that team stinks and throwing the ball over the field, McBride could have huge numbers. Like he's gonna go. He can make it a top seven tight end range.
0: I love and that
1: I, one. I, and I love. I love, love twenty one. Like the guys that he's behind is just
0: absurd to It's like people have entirely thrown away that Trey McBride had like an eleven hundred yard senior season at Colorado State. Like, was their entire offense? <laughs> he's any elite athlete.
1: Like for for the math the math folks out there in college, ninety nine percent dominator, ninety nine percent dominator rating, eighty uh eighty fifth speed score to an athlete athlete who produced in college, and he's produced when he's been thrown to in the NFL. Well, yeah, let's, he let's go, man. did it in all eight
2: games too. It was like the last eight games.
1: Yeah, yeah he didn't. He didn't get over uh, thirty snaps until week eleven. And that, that that seven reception, ten targets, seventy eight touched or
2: seventy eight yards in a touchdown game was with uh, Colt McCoy, was it not?
1: Yeah. There you go. And there we are. He is younger than Shoemaker. He is only like six months younger than Laporta, older than Laporta. Like mm, that's he's interesting. About six months younger. Is Laporta oh, going
0: no. ahead of him, or... Laporta's tight end 10. Oh, right I'm sorry, right now. no. 23, oh, that's crazy. He...
1: Um, yeah. Uh, he's younger than Dalton Kincaid. Like, he's young, can we... And he's has NFL wow. experience. I'm... Let's look at him like he has... This is a value of the player who's already been there and the red zone
0: threat in tight end one there. This is a steal. Unrelated. They have Dulcich. No, you go. You go. I was just going to say, I, I I might hate Sam Laporta. Dude, too, in relation I like to Sam where Laporta. He's I like the player, but I'm not taking yeah, Sam Laporta way... ahead of Evan Ingram, Michael Mayer, Dulcich, Njoku. I, I'm not taking – I don't think I'm taking Laporta ahead of Luke Musgrave, honestly. I was about to say, I, I <laughs> think I would
2: take Musgrave. Or Tight Titan 10 is rich to me. That's aggressive. Yeah. Also, Dalton Schultz at tight end, eighteen. What? Yeah, the that's hell?
0: that's a good value too.
2: I don't even care if he's in Houston. You know, guys, CJ Stroud. I'm gonna get the ball there, man.
0: Yeah. 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 I like the yeah, McBride call. Good. I like that one. Tight end's yep. weird, man. Tight end will be weird. running a lot. Yep.
2: I would not be shocked. Dulcich is going tight end thirteen. I feel bad because I like Dulcich. He's going tight end thirteen. I would not be shocked if McBride has a better year. It could like, happen. That would that, that would not shock
0: me if you told me at the end of the year. Yeah, definitely in the. I, uh, I'm
1: much, I'm much more comfortable with McBride there. One, because the target, like who he's competing with targets for. Yeah, dude, there's not much, man. It's Hollywood Brown, and that's it. Like we're really worried about Rondell more than Craig Dorch.
0: <laughs> hey, don't slander Greg Dorch. Greg Dorch, come on. Greg Dorch is wide receiver three there. Put some respect on Greg Dorch's name.
1: As a vertically challenged person, I'm tall enough
0: to be a wide receiver in Arizona. <laughs> all right my last guy i truly don't know how many times on this podcast or any podcast or any form of fantasy football talking in general i don't know why won't people draft George Pickens where he's supposed to go? Dude, w- I was going to say George Pickens, but I they, feel like we just hammered this in every Why crying. won't they do it? I don't understand. <laughs> Number one, George Pickens is the best wide receiver on his football team, and he's yes, going two yeah. spots behind Deontay Johnson. George Pickens was as— he didn't catch a touchdown <laughs> Yeah. George Pickens had— a fraction of the targets that Deontay Johnson had last year and was equally as productive. Deontay Johnson had 147 targets and he turned it into 86 catches for 882 yards and no touchdowns. George Pickens had 84 targets, had 801 yards and four scores in his rookie season. George Pickens is an absolute stud. He's the wide receiver one there. He is going to blow up this season. We already see him, saw him get used in like premium boundary receiver fashion he was 7th in the league in deep targets. He was 3rd in the league in average target distance. He was uh, uh, 14th in yards per target, 12th in yards per reception. He's a big play waiting to happen every time. And I think that, like, I'm not the biggest Kenny Pickett guy, but he's already got chemistry with Kenny Pickett. I don't have any reason to think that will get worse than it did from his rookie season. I really think George Pickens works himself into that kind of where Michael Pittman was a year ago, Uh, right on the the fringe, like really high end wide receiver too. I would not be shocked at all if by the end of summer, George Pickens is getting drafted as like the wide receiver, 13, 14, 15, like in that range.
1: Legitimately looking at the ADP, I would move him up 15 spots. I would pass, I I would pass up every wide receiver up. up to and including Michael Pittman. There is, I would move him all the way I would move him all the way to wide receiver nineteen from thirty
0: four. There it is was not that, a it was chance. Even
1: hesitation. There's not a single wide receiver in between there I would take over him.
0: There's not a chance in the world I'm taking Traylon Burks ahead of George Pickens. There's just not. Like or Christian Watson. Yeah.
1: Or McCorm or Hollywood Brown or Calvin Ridley. Come on
0: now. It's only a couple spots, and I know some people feel strongly about this, but I'm not taking Jahan Dotson ahead of him.
1: And I, like John and I love Johan
0: Dotson. Yeah. I don't know. Guys, George Pickens Dude, he, is good at football. I feel like we've steal. been saying this for, uh, what, What two years? How long are we going on trying to tell people George Pickens is good? Put George Pickens on your since, roster. Since
1: since the beginning.
0: Uh, yeah, I, yeah, think I, it's,
2: I think it's weird that if we, like, saying this, I don't, I don't disagree with what I'm about to say at all. Uh, I think he's a better player than Deontay Johnson, and I feel like I that's agree. not consensus right yeah. now. Like he's a better player.
0: Um, yeah, that's pretty wild. That wow. is wide receiver thirty four. Yeah, and people like, it's not that I'd like dislike Deontay Johnson either. I think Deontay Johnson's no. fine. And honestly, like, I don't even think it's egregious where Deontay Johnson is being drafted. Like, you know, wide receiver. What is he? He's a couple spots ahead. Wide receiver thirty two. I don't think that's crazy. I just think Pickens should be higher. Yeah. yeah. Yep. So Burke's like, 11 spots ahead is really killing That's me right crazy. That's that's wild. Crazy.
1: crazy. How did he have 800 yards and nobody cares?
0: Nobody. as <laughs> a rookie. <zero> <laughs> yeah. Like, how do you have 800 yards and nobody gives a you shit? You will run into more people that are like, oh, yeah, well, fade Deontay at your own risk. It's like, dude, um, I don't hate Deontay Johnson. I just think that – I don't know. I want George the receiver Pickens. that is was. That dude? Yeah, I want the receiver that was just as productive and didn't have a hundred targets.
1: <laughs> yeah, uh, dude, he was seventh in deep targets last year.
0: Yeah, on what did I in say? Eighty-nine like, targets, like.
1: Yeah, dude,
0: like every deep ball they threw him,
2: it seemed like he came down with. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah.
0: Wide receiver thirty-four is absurd. He will definitely, definitely be better than that. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Any uh any like quick ones you guys want to throw in as a uh, honorable mention of sorts? I mean that was. I have a deeper Patriot, one. Mine is scrambled.
2: The other Patriots guy I was going to talk about was Pierre Strong. Mm, yeah, I, uh, I,
0: I, I'm a Pierre Strong guy.
2: They released James Robinson. I know they love Ty Montgomery and he'll have a role, but I really, I really do hope Pierre Strong takes command of that James White spot. It's more dynamic, more fun than Ty Montgomery.
0: Agreed. I hope he does too. Yeah. I hope he does too. Ryan, you got anybody? Not
1: as like
0: big of a move, but Javante
1: Williams, RB15, man. He's got to move up when he's healthy. He's young. He was super talented just a year ago, but we pick and choose on ACL injuries.
0: Yeah. Remember when he was running back three, like when people valued him up there?
1: Yeah, like it's gonna be in somewhere in between once he's back and remember he's
0: good. It is funny you say that, because it's like we're not we're not really dinging Brees Hall.
1: No, we pick and choose, man.
0: Yeah, that's a good point. We do. Yeah, it's a very good point. Uh real cheap running back, Jerome Ford, running back fifty-four. If uh Cleveland doesn't add another running back and it's just Nick Chubb and Jerome Ford's running back too. And I've seen I've seen two fantasy relevant running backs out of uh, out of the Cleveland Browns offense before, and we know that if Nick Chubb goes down, there's value to be had there. Um, but he's I think a good he, complimentary to yeah. Chubb as well. Yeah, I think even with Chubb healthy, I, I don't see any reason why they'd add anybody else now. I mean, things is, have seemed pretty positive for Ford this offseason. It seems like he's running back two, yep. and they're fine with that. Um, so I, I like him more than running back 54.
1: Um, Damian Pierce had 220 carries last year in 13 games, yep. and they brought in no help running back. And they're going to protect their young rookie quarterback. He is going to get 280 touches, 280 carries this year,
2: maybe more. People are clearly not reading the tea leaves on him. <laughs> they like, love him in Houston. Yeah. they, they love him, love, him.
1: They love him in. Like reason. we know they do, but why don't we? Because volumes king. man. I've
2: been a fan since the Senior Bowl last year. <laughs> that guy was hitting people. Get him. But uh, yeah, man, that's a dog. That's a dog right there. I like Houston. I why do I like Houston? What in the world? <laughs> hey, what's <laughs> happening?
0: Why Houston guy? They're
2: coming around, man. They are coming around. Absolutely.
0: All right. Well, that's gonna do it. Uh, for this episode of the Dynasty Big Board. Thank you for listening to the show, as always. If you haven't already, do us a favor and leave a five-star review on whichever podcast app you're using. Uh, Make sure you subscribe so you never miss any of the Rookie Big Board action, and we'll be back next week with another episode of the show. Later, taters.